0: Caribbean Radio Show, The Chat Reel with Billy and Friends. And now, here is your host, Billy Tappin.
1: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. You are listening to Fierce Radio, The Chat Reel with Billy and Friends, The Knowledge Station. Tonight, we are going to have a great guest. Uh, Actually, we go back some years uh, in the business, um, and... Uh, as soon as he arrives, I'll be notified, but we're talking- I'm we're here, talking with, I'm okay. here. Okay, all right, thank you, my friend. We'll be talking with Tommy McGee and, and Marvin uh, Sproles. Sproles is Sproles, last name, Tom? Yes. Okay, all right. So uh, as we do this, we're going to actually uh, introduce our, our, our other host here, Tom, Just Hold Tight, you and Marv, and uh, okay. we have Denise, you tied us, us, on. Denise, you there?
2: Yes, I'm here, and I'm excited about um, this interview, Tom, and welcome to the chat reel with Billy and Friends. We are happy to have you.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you, happy to be there. And and we have uh, T.J. Jackson. T.J., you in the house?
3: Hello, 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 I am here.
1: All right, that's my sidekick, both of my sidekicks for tonight. We have more of a crew. Uh, but everybody's got some things happening. Um as we take and propel our, our radio station, we have new shows coming on. And uh they're going to be coming up in the next probably the next couple weeks. For some of these shows, Tom, we're going to have a lot of interesting things going on.
4: Okay. So,
1: um yes, so we're going to get in we're going to dive into your situation. Um I want to first uh, take a quick break. We'll take quick commercial yes. break and then we're going to come back and we're going to dive into the career of Tommy McGee a legendary uh, artist from out of Grand Rapids so we'll be right back yes. you're listening to CRS radio the
3: knowledge station. with Billy and Frank and the track reel we'll be right back with Tommy McGee right after these messages
2: Hello, it's the Long Chat Realers, Dr. Denisa Apatis, metaphysician, philosopher, and psychotherapist. I'm one of the hosts of the Chat Reel with Billy and friends. I'm also the host of the Black Jewish Queen Life Chat. I'm here to announce another good friend of Billy Sapphire and his friends, the writer of The Matrix and the Terminator, the original Oracle herself, Oscar Award winning side side writer, Sophia Stewart. Did you know that Sophia Stewart has a lineup of fantastic books available, especially for those who love and enjoy her written work and movies of The Matrix and The Terminator. If you love these movies, you will love her book. Her latest book is quite exciting for those who love The Matrix. It is called The Evolution of Conscience, Matrix 4. That's right, The Evolution of Conscience, Matrix 4. This is a must-read for those who love The Matrix. I am happy to announce that this book is now available at your local Barnes & Noble Best Bookseller. And it is also a recommended book at Goodreads, along with your other best-selling five-star books. The Third Eye, The Mother of the Matrix, and The Matrix Trivia. All of these books were written by Sophia Stewart. These books are popular. Again, they are selling fast, so I advise you to go and order your copies today. Don't forget, they are available at Barnes and Noble, Amazon, and Goodreads. You could also visit her webpage at thetruthaboutmitches.com. That is thetruthaboutmitches.com. Order yours before supplies run out.
5: I'm sorry,
6: honey. I'm afraid he didn't it. But there's always hope. Come, let's go inside. I Perfect. want just so much. Oh, stay down till we come up. Ooh, just one touch. Oh, I want you. I want just so much. touch. Oh, just one touch. We come on, girl, just one touch of your love, mm-hmm. all on your body, girl, I'm trying to get you in your body, every time I see you in a party, and yeah, you know all I'm right. drinking Bacardi, and yeah, you know I'm rolling up in the club, in and then after the club, I'm in the car, rolling up some of that catty, you know. Mm-hmm. I want you so much. Ooh, stay down till it come up. Just one touch. Ooh, I want you. I want you so much. Ooh, just one touch. Ooh, stay down till it come up. Ooh, just one touch of your love. Mm -hmm. All on your body. Posting up in the party. And you know your niggas looking salty. Mackin' on your bitch. And now he wanna kill me. And you know this, they that I'm the same nigga on the boulevard, pushing the city blowing up the city, tearing up the city. And you know the people with me cause you know that I'm making that money. Making <laughs> figures with my niggas is an everyday thing. When you're letting us hang, yeah, everything's better when you're living in the California where no rain. And I'll be there for you to take away your pain. I want just so much oh stay down till we come up Ooh, just one touch oh i want you i want just so much oh just one touch Ooh, stay down till we come up Ooh, just one touch of your love Ooh.
1: are back all right here on the uh, chat room. and i want to uh, apologize to uh um uh, the the staff um because we had a last minute uh change um due to a uh a, a, a glitch that we had so next week is going to be the week with mike so um i apologize um i got the last minute notice so tonight's guest is Tommy McGee, and for people around the world, Tommy is one of the one of the greats that came out of Grand Rapids. Outside of, I would say, um, our boy, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, Green. El Green. El Green. Green. I couldn't pull him up enough. El Green. Uh, so I'm going we're gonna dive into the history of of Tommy Hello. Hello. as he was coming up and how this all uh, began with PMG Street Street Pride. Okay, Tom.
7: Okay, yes, yes. Uh, thank you guys Tom. for having me. Uh... Yes, you there, okay. Marvin? Yeah,
1: he's there. He's there.
7: Okay, thank you guys okay. for having 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 uh having us on. It's a pleasure uh to be uh, uh a part and speaking with uh, such a great uh, radio crew and uh, CSR Radio. Uh, Bill has been, you know, been keeping me apprised. And I've listened to your show a couple of, two or three times, and it's wonderful. So uh, thank you for having me on. Um, I'd like to start off by saying that uh, Bill and I, we go back way back years. He was my first, recording. he was my first artist signed to our label, TMG Records. I st- started TMG Records when I was thirteen uh, years old. Uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I started uh, the label by Shining Shoes and everything. and raised the money to buy a a tape recorder and uh, and to record our first record called uh, Cool Congo in Korea that I named after the tape recorder. Then I pulled together a group of my neighborhood uh, musicians and we and uh, you know we started to uh, uh, look for a name, and so we wrote down the letters of each person's name, and discovered that each person's name had T's, M's, and G's in there, and so we just called ourselves. Even though Tommy McGee got all the letters in the name, but that's not what it, that's not how it started, and we called ourselves the T Soul Band, and so we had been performing and. Uh, uh you know for about eight years at recording that we cut uh uh with mr larry um uh, uh I, my my uh, my high school teacher uh, recorded our first record called what can I do and uh the Hats, uh, which you can find all over the internet by the t m d soul band and then as I moved on forward know, with the band, we cut another record called Aggravation, you know what I'm saying, and then as we moved forward, the band broke up, and I went solo uh, via leaving uh, Al Green's very, very first producer, who was called, his name was Palmer James, and he produced Al right. Green's first hit record, Back Up Train. A lot of people don't know that, because a lot of people re- think, you know, we we call Al from let's stay together after he left grand rapids and went to memphis but it was back up train was the first first record that al green cut out of out of our little town called grand rapids michigan and so palmer mm-hmm. pulled me from the gmds to go solo and so as i went solo um and started to record i cut an album and uh then i got signed to a Bronx with records uh when I cut the album and, and and that did not work out because Brunswick, you know, had a lot of problems. They had a lot of big hits over there with Tyrone Davis and uh uh the Shylights and, you know, and uh Young Hold Unlimited, uh all of those big hits over there. But I didn't know that the company I didn't know the company was in trouble. And so they could not put no record out on me. And so Bill and I got together And I I heard him sing, and I said, man, you know, he has a wonderful voice. And so I signed him to be the first artist of the TMG label that I had started when I was 13 years old. And, uh, you know, and so we just went forward and, and, you know, and just did a lot of things musically and and so forth and so on uh, for a long time. And so, you know, uh, I, would, I had gotten assigned a, a to uh, Mercury Records. I had a release out of Mercury Records called I'm a Stranger. And, uh, you know, of course, unfortunately, that did not go as big as I would have liked to have because we got pushed out by the Ohio players when they dropped that big hit record, uh, Skin Tight. All of a sudden, you know all the promotion and stuff went toward the ohio players record, and i got I got lost in that shuffle and so you know so then, as I kept moving forward you know with the with the the dream of you know being an artist as well as being a music record guy, I got more involved and more engaged in wanting to do. The record side, being getting behind the scenes, so I had uh, I had to uh, met an artist. Bill knows he, who he is. His, our first father was Robert S. Here in Grand Rapids, and so he came to me, and I you know, and I signed him as management, and that was our first my first entry into Epic Records was with Robert, and so you know, so uh, so I didn't turn around after that had happened. Uh, we got with uh, with uh, Hank Shockley and Carl Reiner from Public Enemy to produce his a uh, record called Big Big Words. But I had left at that time and I went to California, and I liked it out there. So I, I moved the label out to California to get more of a, of a of a musical hold, because it was it was you know it was considered the, the, as well the entertainment capital, you know, what I'm saying of the world. And I enjoyed California. So from there, that's when I really, really started to blossom. The record label PMD from LA, and I had signed, you know, various artists. Uh, I picked up uh, one of the largest gospel artists uh, from the from the Crocsers, Twinkie Clark. You know, she had left the she had left the who had the first big gospel hidden urban music called You Let the Sunshine In. Well she has signed with, with with my little label and I created a special gospel label for her called Grace Records and I signed her to TMD Grace. And we were able to move with her and we when we uh was nominated for Stella for that project. Then I turned around and we picked up the young artist as everybody know, Raven Simone and we did her first solo, uh, a solo album called uh, from Then, from uh, uh, that's so Raven from then until now. Then she went forward and did that's all Raven with Disney. So we've had, we've had a lot of, lot of things that have occurred there with the company and so forth and so on. And then Bill, and I started to do promotion work, and I had signed my son, may his soul rest in peace, I had signed my son, my little son, to, to, to Street Five Records and build, you know, work that project for us out there in California and so forth. Then I turned around, and lo and behold, I get a telephone call from a young man named Marvin Spool. Marvin Spool came to me, you know, because I was one of the first ones to have, first black to have a country artist hit the, hit the cash box chart. And I was the first one. And and so Marvin was very impressive. We started working together and our journey in country music. And I'll let Marvin speak about that. Our journey in country music has been quite remarkable because we wanted to diverse ourselves, you know, not just doing R and B, but we did country, we did gospel, we did rock, and so forth and so on. But it was very interesting on the countryside, you know, when Marvin and, guy and I had gotten together, it was very interesting because he brought a project to us from KP. And, Marvin, I'll let you chime in on on how that project served out.
8: Okay. Well, one of the things that, uh, you know, I was brought this project uh, by the gentleman who used to do the Urban Music Network, and uh, basically I put out the call of a uh, black country artist because we knew my experience in country music. See, I grew up uh, singing country music as a young country singer, and uh, I went to Nashville and done my due diligence and paid dues, and I became a member of the Academy of Country Music (CMA). And I saw that there were a need for a representation on the black side because there was no representation in country music from the black side in terms of management uh, in in that particular genre. So, uh, so I became one of those figures to push for change and diversity into that business. And so when Kate, so people knew me for years of pushing that. Diversity in country music. So when KC uh, KP came to us, I told Tom this was an opportunity for us to get into the genre and prove that there was a such thing as a market market for African Americans in country music. Because Charlie Pride, as well known, is the only famous one that you know in that genre that became. Second Elvis Presley total sales, but there was a what there was a lot lot more of people that you did not see, and there was a lot more singers that you did not see that never had an opportunity that Charlie tried uh, that, that he got. So I felt that if we, with me and Tom experience, I understand how to maneuver into that genre, and we know the pitfalls that was there, that we could take KP. And take him to the top. And one of the good things about, uh, as Tom says, going up to the eleventh floor and pushing the right buttons to make and make the gold come out. So the thing that me and Tom, so we took the artist. The artist came to us. Now remember, nobody, uh, the manager spent all this money and could not chart the record on billboards. And little old TMG pushed the right button magic and check record came in on the top 100 billboard charts at number 13. Couldn't believe it because nobody ever could do it. But TMG did it. And we were very pleased of the act. And then we pushed that record to number one on the top 100 billboard charts. So we knew that, and then what happened was because of the universal distribution that Tom was able to put together, TMG was able to put together, he got a audience with Fox. Fox News put him on TV because the only way that you can get on Fox News, you had to be charted on Billboard, and you had to be made to distribute it, and we did that. We distributed that record and got him on Fox, and that got him a wide, people audience. And we, was, and we was waiting to come back to the next single. So that's how that came about in the countryside. So we are connected into that genre, and we're always looking forward to help independent artists in that genre because the marketplace, as you can see, with Canaan Brown, Lil Nas X, Broke It Wide Open, uh, and many more of uh, uh, Mickey Guy, there is a huge market there, and this is the first time ever in the last twenty years that black artists are taking a rightful place in that particular genre. So we're we're here to assist artists who want to join that genre. Okay. I take that to you, Correct. Uh, correct.
1: All um, right. Um, okay. So. Um, that's it's nice uh meeting you uh too Marvin I know we had spoken um a, a while back uh on online so um you know you, I the, guy like, I spoke, you the guy I spoke to before
8: uh we had are uh, you the person <laughs> I spoke to before you had me on your show several times uh,
1: I think we were talking about your project for certain. Um, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's been a that's been a while. Okay, I didn't even know who you was. Okay. Yeah, that's me. Billy Tapping. So um like I said, as we pr- approach. Matter of fact, I think that the the video that I seen of you, um, is very nice. Uh very well put together with the dance. The kind of line dance, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of a country plane to it. Yeah, oh. I think that it, I was,
7: I was of a tea, tea, tea. KT, that, that, was KT. That, yeah, yeah, something did. that did a TV show and did that line dance and we had put that all over the place, Billy. I think right. that's what they, I think, yeah, that we done. Yeah, I think that yeah. that was it. But that's why okay. I was saying that, you know, we we you know we try to be as adverse as possible. We had a a big reggae uh, project LaBasca that was, uh, that did a, a touring with uh, Ziggy Marley. And we had a we had a I had him through the Universal system. I've had several systems out there. I Still got them Universal, Sony, Warner's, and I've, I've I've been doing this a long time, as well as independent, because there's a lot of independent artists that will come to me. They don't want to be with the majors. They want to uh, remain autonomous over their music and their musical direction. So we put together a big independent distribution system to help those as well as teaming up with uh with Michael Matthews, who you guys are going to be interviewing uh, you know, next week sometime, uh, with a program that we're doing a digital uh streaming marketing program that will help the independent chart their music in the DRT chart, which is now becoming like the, the second uh synonymous to a uh, billboard, it's black, and so that's, you know it's from black. a monitoring point of view. So we got that going on, and then Bill and I got together, and we started PMG Indie uh, Film Distribution Company, where we was engaged, you know, into uh, into 280 beautifully screened digital uh, uh, studio uh, movie studios and stuff that we were offering independents that uh, shoot movies and stuff that could not get their movies and stuff on big screen Bill and I had put that together, you know, to, to get that off and rolling. So we have been doing a lot of things as well. We continue to do a lot of things, but we're very diverse here.
1: Very, very. And, and on that note, let's hold up where we're at. Uh, Let's go to commercial break and we'll be right back with Tommy McGee and, and Marvin. Uh, We'll be right back with you guys. So hold tight, hold your seat, grab a drink, and we'll be right back with you. You're listening
3: to CRS Radio, The Knowledge Station. This week's guests, Tommy McGee and Marvin. We'll be right back, right after these messages.
9: From author Dr. Denise Gotardis. Comes a self-help guide that will give you valuable information about the world around you in ways never imagined. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation, available on Amazon. In this must-read book, you will learn about your importance in the world and the metaphysical universe around you. You will be introduced to the metaphysical God who has a relationship with you and those around you. Whether you are aware of this or not, you come into contact with him daily. He is omnipresent metaphysically. He is in and outside of his creation. And what does a Metaphysical God have to do with you and the creation around you. You are a very big piece of a huge puzzle. The metaphysical God in relation to his creator from author Dr. Denise Gotatis is available on Amazon. Order your copy right now.
10: Yeah. When you want to know something about me, come to me. I can tell you better than anyone else. When you listen to something that someone else says, never the truth. It's always a rumor or a gossip. You want to know the real? Come to the source and you should ask. I see what I'm doing. It bothers your existence. It costs nothing. Pay attention to your own business. I guess I'll entertain your unwanted obsession. Fatal attraction never falls under affection. Secretly you despise the Lord for creating me. You he takes the life that was gave to me. It is my fault. Your ambition is melancholy The failures that you had never came by my choice. I support and motivate. You get lost. I show the way when your family checks for you. I let them know you're safe. You fell off. I put you on. I will with you right or wrong. I umbrella through the rain so you can survive the storm. You can't do it on your own. Everything was made available for you to succeed. The things you need were always gave to you. You tongue kiss a cobra. Kill me wearing a mask. Feeling pleasure from my pain When all you had to do was You should ask, people that gossip gets you touched, you should ask, why is it you need to know so much, you should ask, I can tell you better than the rumor. you should ask, speculations daily with my shooter, you should ask, the backbiting brings your demise, you should ask, nothing good ever comes from a lie, you should ask, it may be the only way you survive, you should ask. Before you come running up on high, you, you pull me over, those lights flash off my flesh I'm legit, there's no way I should face an arrest You ask me for my license and registration But your hand on the gun causes hesitation You tell me hands on the wheel so I comply But your intentions are different I can see it in your eyes Your voice is condescending Your actions are aggressive I have the feeling it's me That you won't let live You snatch me from the car Then the struggle ensues You can't overpower me I won't be subdued. Dude, you reach for your taser I grab you in defense I beg for you to chill you become more intense you punch me in the face and now I have to react forget trying to run just to be shot in the back now I become the aggressor hit you once and you're out I push you to the ground then I stump you in the mouth take your gun out the holster, then I remove the clip pop the bullet out the chamber toss them both then I dip I won't be Patrick and everyone before him the ancestors start calling you know I won't ignore them I'd rather be alive than See my day in court There will never be reform on any police force You wonder why I do it It's really simple math The reasons I resist are the questions you should ask ask. Why you hate my color so much You should ask Why is it you want to kill us You should ask When is enough enough You should ask Is it you that I'm supposed to trust (laughs)
5: you?
10: Stop caused course never fell off track once Seen your mother lose it all Your father left you unprotected No learning courses School yourself Those lessons were epic They tried to define you By the men that you had sex with Devaluation of your words Happens if you let it out the mud You cleanse yourself From the dirt they piled up on you You boasted on that hearsay So it's real could never haunt you Took some time But the healing work And you built your brand It hits different when you know Only God can hear your plans See the doubters can only taste Where their mouth was Real hitters move inside us There's no action from the loudest, hold it down. With abundant confidence, your ops are counterfeit. You're a queen now. Where's the crown? I like how it fits. Put your back against the wall. Focus and you fight the pace. And you get your love and life in real life. These are the rules to the world for the women. They are this. Remain a virtue. It ain't worth it. That lust is a risk. Love yourself. Trust the most high. Educate your spirit. Not that angry black woman. That's the queen about her business. These are rules to the world for the men. They are this. Do the knowledge. Stay solid. Forget. Don't forget. Protect the women. Raise your voice to men. The law gives you these gifts. Keep your hand up, young king. It's a reason you exist. tell on earth. So your brother, the evil mobs, me. You cause havoc. When you you're a prodigy over these beef. I say that because I felt that way. So I can't imagine what this new generation faces. I view it through the masses, born brown. That white got grabs you and it starts there. Your mother's like a boo boo. Keep her close, so your heart's pair, She should be the first one to hold you, console you. These are some things being black we have to go through. Racism is deep rooted in that American value. Now they use technology to do the things they can't do. Every day I wake up, I pray I don't get killed for A color that God says, fish is image in the mirror Should you put your head down, turn your cheek and keep it moving Raise your head high, play when They love to see you losing, you can make it Without turning your back on you that's where it all starts, and that's the honest truth These are the rules to the world For the women, they are this Remain a virgin, it ain't worth it That lust is a risk Love yourself, trust the most high Educate your spirit, not the angry black woman That's a queen about a business These are rules to the world For the men, they are this Do the knowledge, stay solid Forgive, don't forget, protect the women Raise your voice to men The law gives you the tips Keep your head up, young king It's a reason you exist These are the rules to the world
0: Introducing Caribbean Radio Show: The Chat with Billy and Friends. And now, here is your host, Billy Tappin.
1: And we are back in the house with Tommy McGee and Marvin Spools. Uh, we have a, a great guest on. And I say this a lot because uh, he is a great singer as well as a, a great person. Um uh, people that are tuning in, uh, we're talking with Tommy McGee and Marvin Spools uh, from around the world. Um, the story, is amazing story of the track record behind Tommy's success. Uh, so we want to kind of dive into that and where he's at now. For us, you know, doing more distributing situations, still in the business. Uh, we're both in the film and, and music business. We both are, are partnered up for, for way back when. I think we partnered up back probably. I'm not gonna say, but it's been a long time. You know what I'm saying. So as we continue on, time, let's go ahead and dive back in um to the, the business part of it because I know you started at a young age and uh probably more so you probably was about what thirteen, fourteen years old when you started?
7: Yeah, I was thirteen years old when I when I started out in music, um I was always crying about uh, wanting to you know play because I couldn't sing at that time. But I love to I love to I love to listen to musicians play and stuff like that there. So I was always crying to my mom about getting an instrument and doing some things and she told me that I need to just get on my knees and just pray and forget about because we were very, very poor.
5: <laughs> but uh
7: very interesting, you know, uh I was at church one day and there was a, a blind boy named Tony and man, this guy—he was—it he was almost like a little Stevie Wonder. I mean, he got on that piano, and I mean, and he played, and he had the house—I mean, just up and just in, in in awe. And I just was amazed by that. And I wanted—I wanted to be like him. I wanted to play. So one day, I was—you uh, know—I was down in the in the basement of our home because back in those days we had coals and wood that we had in fireplaces and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I was down getting some coals and some wood to put into the fireplace and just something just fell on on me and I fell to my knees and it just began began to pray and I asked the Lord I said Lord please I want to play the piano. And so something just told me to get up and just Go upstairs and get on the piano because we had gotten the piano for my sister, but my sister really didn't. She wasn't really had no interest in it, and I couldn't play. It was just sitting there, and nobody else in the home could play the piano, and so I went up one day and just, you know, open up the open up the case, and my hands just laid on the keys, and like a miracle just just started to occur, and all of a sudden I just started to play a melody, and it just and I couldn't stop. And the next thing I know, I was, I was literally playing. So I was blessed in that regard to have been touched to be able to play, and I played by ear. And so, you know, I, then I wanted to start a band, and I had gotten together, Billy, you know, with little Teddy Spearman, and he and I had gotten together from church. He played bongos and stuff like that. And so we started, uh-huh. to, you know, playing, and then I just said, man, I want to expand off of that. And got with uh, other uh, again musicians in the neighborhood, and I brought those musicians together and formed the T.M.G.s by putting our names down on paper, and we called ourselves the T.M.G. Soul Band. And so then I wanted to cut a record because I couldn't get the guys to come to rehearsal. I couldn't get them because we were just we were just kids. We were young and, and you know in in school and stuff. So it it was just, it was difficult for us just to get together because they had schoolwork and so forth and so on. And so I wanted to say, well, what can I do to keep them interested to come to rehearsal? And I thought about, you know, recording, but, you know, we was too poor. We didn't have no producer. We had no, no interest in any record company, you know, or, or whatever to help us. And so I said, you know what, let me go out and let me, let me try to see if I can just earn some money. So I asked my mom, if it was okay that I can, you know, I can work. I'm only 13 years old, and so I wanted to shine shoes to make a little money. So first, she was sort of against it because she said, "Well, you know, I don't want you to get distracted from school, and you're young and everything." But I said, "My mom will be okay." So she said, "Okay." So she gave me some tools and few and I built me a little shoe shine box, and I would get on the bus on the weekends and roll downtown, and right there. On the corner of the Panic Hotel, and I would go down there and I would shine shoes and I made enough money as I was walking up Division Street and I saw a tape recorder in the in the window of a pawn shop. And so I kept looking at that tape recorder and the salesman came out and called me in. He said, You like that? I said, Yeah. He said, he said, You want to get it? I said, I would like to, but I said, Man, you know, it's a lot of money. So he said, Well, how much he knew he saw me with the shoebox. He said, Well, how much money you got? And so I said, well, uh, I don't know. So I put out the change that I had. It was like about, about $10 worth of change, quarters and nickels and stuff. So he said, uh-huh. hey, what? He said give me that. He, he said, give me this, and i put it on what they call layaway. And he said, if you promise to pay it off. So I said, okay. So I gave him all the change I had. He put it on layaway. And after a while, I did get it paid. And I took it back to... Uh, to rehearsal and thinking that the guys were going to be you know, all excited about, man, we got us a little tape recorder to, just to play ourselves. And so what happened was I did not know that they had, they had, uh, you know, formed another band with my other piano ry- rival called Jose Guiden, and him and I played piano in the same thing. And I didn't know that they had formed another group because they didn't tell me. So mm-hmm. so they decided not to come to uh to record. And so me and little teddy, we the one that did, did the recording and that's when I did the two songs. I took it out to uh Audio Division Street out there and and then had them to press the record because I saw an ad in, in the uh in the uh uh yellow page that said if you want if you want a record, bring us your tape. So I took that out there and they pressed the record and that's how I got going and I just the man say, "Well, what's the name of the label?" Well, I, you know, thirteen years old, I, I don't have no idea about no label, so I just say the TMG's. And so right. he put the TMG on as a label. He put Tommy McGee as the artist, and he put TMG on as a label, and it's just been our standard bearer ever since. And like I said, and then as time went forward, uh, Bill was my first artist that I signed, you know, on the R&B, and we just been working. You know, ever since, and then, of course, I moved out to California, and met Marvin, and so forth, and pulled together a lot of things, and you know, just been working on the back end, helping a lot of a lot of artists that we've done, you know, to help them get started from reggae to country to gospel to, uh, to rap to uh, you know to you know to to, 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 jazz, to rock. We did our first little rock situation, you know, saying and uh, you know all genres. Music that we have for the independent, that we try to help them. That you know, because we understand, you know, we understand that a lot of them can't get into major major label deals. So what I've done is I set up distribution through majors labels like Warner Brothers, Universal, Epic, Sony. I set those deals up, and then we would then distribute, you know, for those artists that couldn't nor- could normally get into those laser systems. That's how we were helping a lot of them. Then we would chart a lot of them on billboards and so forth that, to give them some, you know, some presence and stuff in the industry. So we did a lot of things like that. Then, then like I said, we had a lot of lot of major names to come through uh, that have parked their, their cars. I always stay sort of like in the TMD parking lot, you know, again, like I say, Raven-Symoné, Twinkie Clark, you know, on down and so forth like that. So it's been, it's, been a, it's been an exciting career, and I'm still rolling with this here. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't you know, we haven't stopped. I'm still rolling. And like I said, we're rolling out situations where we're helping independent filmmakers now. When, we, when Bill and I started the, the independent film distribution to help those uh, 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 filmmakers that can't, you know, get on the big screens. And so we set that up for them. And uh, then we also set up a situation where now we are helping artists that normally can't get charted in billboard. We now have a special chart equal to billboard, but it's, but it's, put, but it's put together by blacks. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And so we help them that way. And they get plaques and stuff, which uh, which Mike will discuss all that with you when he, when he, when he, when he you know, when he get on. We've been we've been doing a lot of things and and uh, and so forth and then Marvin and I we've been we've been rolling for a long time out there and you know with a lot of the country situation because I wanted to make sure that that in that genre and I know how difficult that is you know in Nashville trying to break through that genre for blacks has been very 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 hard because we, because to be honest with it's very prejudiced there. So Marvin and I, we have teamed together to try to break that cycle, and we've helped a lot of indie uh, indie country artists, as, you know, uh, uh, try to you know uh, get and establish their situation through. And I thank God for Marvin because well, Marvin come from I mean coming from I think it was what South Carolina, North Carolina, right? Marvin, where you came from?
8: North Carolina. North
7: Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. You know what I mean his story is his story is, is very interesting that how he come through dealing with the dealing with that Nashville situation down there. So it's been a great, great uh, uh you know, uh stride but also rewarding as we continue to move forward, you know, into this business.
8: Well I'll, and and I'll, I'll tell you what Tom Tom Go ahead. Be- you know Eminem came through your situation. Eminem came, Crystal Ever-Larry, uh, Larry, and Jefflyn Timberlake came through TMG at one time or
7: another. Yeah, we've had we've had a lot of we've had a lot. I don't talk about it too much, but we've had a, we've had a lot of artists that are well known now that wasn't known then. Like you said, you know Eminem. We had. Uh, uh, before they became Beyonce became big, they were called Girls Town, and we were the first to you know to have for distribution. But unfortunately, the the lady that was managing and handling them, her name was Ann Tillman, and so we had did a deal for them. But they were called Girls Town at that time. But she had unfortunately she had lupus, and she died. And when that happened, of course, you know our deal died with her. And we would we you know, so their father, those that knows had picked them up and then they became a destiny child as as you know became but Beyonce they they big. But we did yeah, we had a lot of people that you hear now, we had them long time ago when they first came to us. Yes, we did.
8: And, yeah. and PMG was able to one more thing, PMG was able to get a gold, I think a gold platinum records for their effort with Kane and Brown. They took him to number one. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah, I've got a picture of that. Um, So this is the thing that I do know, and we're on the same page here, uh, being partners in in the business. Um, This is why we set up or these stations for independence. Uh, We will be working on a reggae station. We do have a reggae station, actually, but we're going to be putting stuff up and pushing the reggae department as well. So, I mean, we are here for the artists. Um, and we have certain packages. Uh, we have the DRT package that we're going to be working with. a uh, matter of fact, uh, we'll be talking about that in depth next, next week. I know that uh, there's a little glitch here, so we'll get that straightened out. Uh, but we'll be talking about that. We've got some stuff going on um, in London. Our girl from London, she's going to be on the staff meeting um, Thursday, and she, we're going to discuss uh, um, some shows over there with Switch and with Kim Cunningham. Uh, And then we're going to do some stuff here in the United States, you know, with some uh, like Tim and maybe some Motown stuff since I've got that portion hooked up. So we're going to do that. But I I would say this, Tom, as many years, and I can remember the exact time that I met you. Um, I always loved um, the band because we had some of the greatest bands, I think, in in the state of Michigan, if you really boil down to it. Um, There was Rodney Trotter. Uh with his yeah. group. Um of course Renee Brown, the Brown family Brown. Black black
7: case um, stole. black men black case stole That bill, black king stole. Rodney now.
1: Yes. Compacts, That was that was Renee Brown and those guys. Um yes. there was a lot of different groups, but I would say that out of all groups, it was Tommy Mc Tommy the TMGs and I still remember that red custom set that you had. <laughs> and, and remember that? You yes, remember that? You
7: yes, I do.
1: And, and you know what? Tom, Tom was the type of person, um, he was very accessible. You know, I mean, you you didn't have to, like a lot of these artists that were out in Grand Rapids, you really couldn't, you know, they'd probably say and speak to you, but you really couldn't get a chance to really actually work with them. But uh, with Tom, Tom was always on the grind when it came to music. And I met him at a little club uh, a little teenage club back in the day. I was called the Methodist. And I Mm. said, Tom.
5: Mm. Yeah, that's
1: that's Tommy McGee. So I got (laughs) out and I introduced myself to him. And from that point on, me and Tom clicked from that point on, and he was the first one to take and give me a a deal, a record deal on a contract. And I never forgot that. I never forgot that. I could not get in bands and stuff like that. And when I did have bands, I had peace bands together. But uh he oh and also he gave me a venue. I mean, when they performed, I performed. Yes, so sure I actually yes. opened up the song a lot. And we had a lot of good vel- when Bill K when Bill K They performed,
7: this man can
1: sing. <laughs> yes, he yes. Can. yes, he can. Yes, he kids. Yes. I love yes. this. Oh my
7: goodness, Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So I just, you know, really appreciate everything that you've done. And Marvin, I know you're doing some great things there. Um, We're also trying to find um, a host that can do country as well. Um, But we're doing all independent stuff. Um, So uh, that's how we're, we're being different from everybody else. So that's how we do it. But let's get back. Let's do a commercial break real quick. And we'll come back and start back into our conversation about the career of uh, Tommy McGee. We'll be right back.
3: You're listening to the Chat Rio with Billy and Friends on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station. Coming up, you'll hear from Tikeas facing the sky and the Hyena Squad role play. Stick and stay. We'll be right back. Right after this.
2: Hello, it's Shalom Chat Reelers. This is Doctor Denise Bacadas metaphysician, philosopher, and psychotherapist. I am one of the hosts of the chat room with Billy and Friends. I'm also the host of the Black Jewish Queen live chat. I am here to announce another good friend of Billy Tappan and Friends, the writer of The Matrix and Terminator, the original Oracle herself, size 5 writer, Oscar, and award-winning Sophia Stewart. Did you know that Sophia Stewart has a lineup of fantastic books available, especially for those who loved and enjoyed her written work of The Matrix and the Terminator movies? If you love these movies, you will love her books. Her latest book is quite exciting for those who love The Matrix. It is called The Evolution of Conscience, Matrix 4. That is The Evolution of Conscience, Matrix 4. In this book, Sophia Stewart talks about cracking the genetic code. This is a must-read for those who love The Matrix and The Terminator. I am happy to announce this book is available on Amazon Barnes and Noble bookstores. It is also a recommended book on Goodreads, book along with her other best-selling five-star books. Number one. The Third Eye, number two, The Mother of the Matrix, number three, Matrix Trivia, all written by Sophia Stewart. These books are popular, and they are selling fast. Order your copy today. Don't forget, Sophia Stewart's books are available on Amazon sold at your local Barnes & Noble bookstores. You can even purchase her book on Goodly. You can also visit her webpage at thetruthaboutmatrix.com That is thetruthaboutmatrix.com Order yours before supply runs out. The choice is yours. The blue pill or the red pill. Chat with you too little
10: people. Bye bye. made I love it. I'm trying to keep my face in the sky. But so we gotta get more sample. It just feels what it is. I'm searching for my class of a silence in the mountains frolic. By the spent towel, I'm with, clicking asses out the ass and drownin'. In the allure, heart pounding. Prepare my head for the groundin'. For other rappers, my heat shallin'. This is my corner peak rounded. See the fiends scroungin'. Poor family that need housing. Hungry mouth that keep smiling, but things balance To stay high, we keep grounded. Parents who spent up their pension. Can't find work, prescription addiction. Geniuses with masters and bachelor degrees. Wait! It. Do I need my double stack that would keep my communities foreign? Can't speak that language, we ignore them. Change has this world that I was born in, sworn in under oh So many liars I know his the readers are all fucked by the writers that wrote one nation under God till it's under the gun. Strange was done under the moon, just to sit in the sun. Burn the flag, rip the constitution. Spread that money equally. Fuck the contributions. Since where rock made it, they say we all can do it. Hey, you talking stupid. You mustn't see how lofty you did it. Give me more than one leader, different way. To survive, get my head out of the house, with my face me. to the sky, hunting uh-huh. my soul, freeing those old folks. You youngsters hit it at the wisdom the of these grown folks. The the OG, the same silence, it's been brought to the end. The loyalty that we thought was kind over. enters me. No fear under the guillotine. You swore my career, we'll fall in a ravine. Instead, I broke the atmosphere. Now I orbit Earth. You go and find God, find God. and try to join the church. I'm ageless with the art of living. ancient with the motion, I make it hard to be mirrored. Fly in me. my seat. Giving life to these dreamers When the job's dirty You stand high and for the cleanup Better than bullets wailing From my wolves assailants Condemn your home You die from roof and impelling It's a million ways besides depth For each race to see We can reach each other's success yeah.
2: Welcome to CRS Radio, the chat reel with Billy and friends. And with this, I wanted to announce to all of the CRS radio hosts and um, everyone that are listening in CRS radio areas. Because we have... Something wonderful coming up for the community. It is a fundraiser, and we are seeking urgent, serious donors who are real serious and want to get involved with CRS Radio, Gabrielle Entertainment, and the Motown Alumni Association. And we are having a fundraiser on GoFundMe. You can find that webpage on the GoFundMe page and you can donate to concerts that are coming to your area for the cause of Oregon donation and for the cause of the youth who want to get in the entertainment industry. We wanna have workshops for the youth. We have already raised a certain amount of money and you can be the ambassador for your area wherever you live and there is a CRS radio host or not. This is, I'm speaking to the people that are like in the Caribbean, in Jamaica, in Costa Rica, even Brazil, the UK, and across the United States of America. And we are also having um, nationwide competition if, you think you can dance and billy i know you wanted me to speak a little bit about this to everybody is there some words that you would like to say
1: sure sure uh this is a concept it's going to start state uh local and then statewide it's called uh uh do you, can you dance basically and uh we're going to take we're going to be taking um uh, a one minute video uh, be shot over to uh, us, which uh, you can reach me at E-V-O-L-E-I-D-L-O-G at A-L-L dot com um, and submit your uh, videos to us. Just one minute. That's all we need. And also, Denise, if you want to uh, have them submit some to you, uh, you can give your uh, email as well.
2: Yes, my email is G-O-T-A-U-T-I-S at Yahoo dot com and you can submit an MP4 video of your dance moves. We are coming to a town near you, and we are even coming to Jamaica and Caribbean. First, we're going to start in the city, which will be one part, Wichita, Kansas, another part, Missouri, another part, Lansing, Michigan. And if you don't exactly have a CRS radio host, in your area and you live in a neighboring town you can cross the border and participate in that competition keep your eyes and ears open for the chat reel and all the other um all the other shows that are on because your host will be announcing uh the information for the you think you could dance competition we will start with city and then after we finish with the city competition the winner will go to state and we will have a state to state competition and then when that's over with, we will come with one, we will come up with a winner and that winner will accompany us to Israel for the Motown reunion plus have a, re, a monetary reward we won't say yet <laughs> but and you'll get the opportunity to dance for uh maybe one of the Motown artists in their labels and in their performances when they do their programs and their shows. So it's a great opportunity. It will be a good start. And um, we are also going to have a children's uh, category as well. And kids, all all kids five and up, they can participate in this uh, competition. So, (laughs) Anyway, we won't put everybody in the same category, but this is up and coming, and we wanted to announce it here on the chat reel. And, um, of course, the Black Jewish Queen Life chat, um, I'll be on, and I will continually put up the update on the CRS radio blog on Facebook. And I didn't want to interrupt everybody.
1: All right. Everybody. <laughs> okay. All right. That was wonderful. Hey, We're doing that thing. I'm telling you, we are that deal. Um People, get your stuff in because it's going to be an amazing event. Um, At the end of this road, somebody's going to win something very, very nice monetarily. So it's going to be a big, big surprise. And who knows? You might be able to get your dance on on some of these shows coming up with some of the Motown people, even myself. Who knows? So we're going to go back to Tom. Tom, um, I'm sitting here enjoying myself with you, my brother. And let's dig back in. I know we talked about uh, some of the groups coming up in Grand Rapids, and uh, basically you guys have been number one uh, with a bullet. You know what I'm saying? So um, I know that uh, TMG is involved with a lot of things. Like I said, we're both involved in film and music. We're combined like brothers, like twin brothers. So um, we're working things out on that end. There are some things that I think, Tom, um, that – you can kind of talk about um, with a little bit of what people need to do to maybe get in contact with you. Um, so you might I want to throw up your email if they want to take and work and talk to you about anything musically, trying to get a deal going. I mean, you know more about that than I do, so you yeah. might want to t- chime in on that.
7: Yeah, first of all, first of all, I just want I just want to do a little uh, shout real quick and say to you guys, uh, to CRS Radio, thank you, as well as to you, Bill, and to Bob Torado, my good my good partner, Marvin, Mike Matthews, Randy, and Bush. And I wanted to say as well that you can contact us at TMG Consortiums, which is C O N S O R T I U M S at Gmail. That's TMG Consortium, T M G C O N S O R T I U M S at Gmail. And Marvin, you can give them any information that they can reach you for your country soul uh, project and so forth.
8: You can reach me at Marvin Events, M A R V I N E V E N T S. 05 at gmail.com, or you can also call 323-620-1678. All right.
1: Okay. Now, uh, Tom, what are we uh, Mm -hmm. got cooking on your end uh, for our future projects that people can actually uh, be able to purchase or look to go out um, um, for any shows, any things dropping? I know the DRT situation is moving. Um, what do we have going on at TMG, uh, Sweet Pride, in terms of new artists, things of that nature, upcoming well, artists.
7: In t- Yeah, in terms of any new artists, uh, like I said, we're primarily distributing and or marketing and promoting uh, the record labels. The artists, the way we got it set up is that if you are a producer or if you have your own independent label and you're looking for distribution or you're looking for marketing and promotion, then you can contact us. What I try to do is that instead of signing the artist direct to TMD, I let them stay in control of their own autonomy, and they can build up their own you know, business that way, and we just partner in to help them, uh, to uh, you know, to get into the marketplace, to get on radio and those kinds of things. So basically, we do that. We're not a full service record label like we used to be back in those days, but 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 uh, we are doing distribution for the artists and producers that have their own situation. And that you know, and that again, that's looking for uh, uh, someone to help them market and promote their music. That's what we do now. That's what we are. And one of the things that had occurred that was very interesting, uh, there was a there was a company out of Chicago called the Numeral Group. And I have to say this real briefly because I wanted to say, I want to shout out to them as well because they they had went in the crate and had picked up Bill. Uh, album that I did on myself 40 years ago, you know, the positive negative Tommy McGee album that I had did. And they picked that up. Yeah. And they re-released that album out, you know, I let them go forward. They released that album out there and it had done great, very, very well. Uh, And uh, it's it's called Tommy McGee, I'm a Stranger, uh, by the Numero Group out of Chicago, and then they turn around and they had uh, called me, the producer Q-Tip, that had multi-platinum producer Q-Tip, they had went into the crate and had picked up the old, uh my own song to make you happy off that album, and they re- and they they sampled it on a gentleman by the name of Danny Brown. He was a rapper by the name of Danny Brown, and this his rap was called Best Life. And they got on they got on the Jimmy Fallon show with that thing, man. I was really I was really surprised, man, and happy all at the same time. That thing was forty years old, so that excited me that 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 happened. So I just wanted to give that acknowledgement to the numeral Group out of Chicago for that. But for the most part, like I said, you can you can contact us if you need distribution uh, or if you need marketing promotion. You can contact us at that T M G Consortium uh uh at Gmail. And or if or in or in the country area, uh, you can contact Marvin because he you know, as far as that's because he's our guy there, and uh, we can probably do the same thing there with you.
1: Okay. All right. Now mm-hmm. I got a question for you, um Tom. Let's say um a person wants to take an um do a distribution deal with you. Uh, mm-hmm. So how would that work for them? How much would they need to, to put down? You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, as far as
7: distribution, as far as distributions, is concerned, there's no, I don't charge for distribution. That's basically a compliment, you know, that I do. As long as they, you know, uh, you know, have the necessary wherewithal to be able to, like we do with the film, to be able to market and promote their music. I I just do the distribution as a compliment. I don't charge for that, no. Okay.
1: okay. So, yeah, so that's the thing is, but I want to um, take and, and go, down, go back to a few of the things back in the day that all uh, the talent shows, I think you guys pretty much Won pretty much all the shows. Um, everybody had great shows back then, but I think out of all the groups that were doing a lot of opening up were probably uh yourself, uh, uh, Renee Brown, the, Brown, the family Browns. You know, I think they were, yeah, doing a lot of opening yeah. up. Um, well, see,
7: I think what, what, what happened, what happened, Bill, with that, uh. At that time, before we became, before the TMDs started to scene, we were primarily instrumental, and we backed up singers like the Family Ground, you know, and so forth like that. There And basically, they were the ones, as you know, Bill, they were the ones that were winning a lot of those talented shows, but with us playing behind them as well. So, so we sort of won with them. And then when we did the James Brown concert at at the Hausman Field, uh, when James Brown came to Grand Rapids, you know, after the riots had jumped off and so they brought James Brown to, to, to kind of calm things down between the blacks and the whites. And so we did, we opened up with James Brown, which was unusual because normally he doesn't have any outside bands or groups and stuff to open up on his shows. But for some reason, he allowed that for us to open up with the Compacts, uh, with the Family Brown. He was called the Family Brown before they became the Compacts. And we did that performance. And what happened was uh, the James Brown organization kind of liked them. So we discovered that they they had wanted them to come down to Detroit. And we thought that we were going to go with them. But but unfortunately, Mom Brown took the group down there, and we got left behind, and we got mad about it. Kenny got mad and said, you know what? We realize now we can no longer just be playing music. We need to start singing, although we couldn't sing at that time, but we felt that we needed to start singing. And that's when we became the self-contained group and started to sing, and then things started to happen. Because we saw, man, when you sing, all the girls hollering at you. Not that they didn't do it with us as an instrumental, but we saw that we can get more models out of the out of the girls if we sung. So that's when we started to singing and performing at uh the old you know, like the Siemens Center and we did a lot of the opening up a lot of shows, you know, for the uh the temptation, Curtis Mayfield and over at the Kristen, you know, uh, gym over there. And then, you know, we did the big uh show with Cameo. And uh, zapping them, you know, down at the divorce hall and down at the civic auditorium, as well as, you know, when got so popular, you know, we started to do, we started to be invited to do what they call, we were the only blacks doing uh, our music, we called it rock funk, folk, soul funk rock that we did downtown, you know, we were the only blacks in there as well as we did to call the festivals all the time. You know, we, we, we was always at the top of that. We were considered the, uh, the number one band. Everybody, everybody voted us as the number one band, you know, uh, in Grand Rapids in this area. So, you know, so that's how, when they did the, uh, when they did the, uh, they did the, um, they did the, like you guys, they did the, it was called the, uh, uh, African music they wanted to they, they wanted to know the history of African music in the city, in the city of Grand Rapids, and they did I was in California at that time when they put this together and they and they and they did a a film out of out of that and then you know uh when they finally when they finally got a hold of me, the film was done, but they wanted to they wanted to include me in the film. But 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 you, you know it's already done and they had a, a, a date to release the film. So what they did, Bill, instead of just shooting a uh, shooting me in that scene, they put the TMGs in there, you know, with the records and so forth, and still pictures and everything in that in that film. And they showed that at the Wealthy Theater and uh, the, sermons, uh, the what they call the celebration theater. They did that all over the place, and I thought that that was very interesting that they did that on us. You know, with with Al Green and many of those, you know, uh, that, you know, that was around in the beginning here in Grand Rapids with the history of African-American music, African-American music here in the city of Grand Rapids. So we was a part of that situation, and that that was pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, uh, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Now, do they have, I think you said they had something like a, a black uh, history library of uh, artists? Am I correct? Yeah, on that?
7: They, well, yeah, they they got they have the yeah they got the black museum, African American museum, I should say here, and but uh, they you know like they wanted artifacts of mine and you know people like that there to go into this mu into the black museum here. Yes, they do. They got that going.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I know, I didn't know they were doing artists. They were just doing films. Is that what it is? Or are they, well, um...
7: basically, you know, it's, it's, it's like I say, it's an African-American museum here, so they pull together, you know, different things on the, on, you know, black Americans, you know, in the area, as well as they got the entertainment, which we are part of that entertainment section that they, that they feature down in the museum,
1: too. We're part of that. Yes. You know, we as entertainers, okay. they got that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I heard that I was in there. Am I in there?
5: Niece, know, I um,
1: I I was see, the COVID, The COVID had
7: hit. When the COVID had hit, I hadn't had a chance to go in there uh, because what happened when they when they did when the WMAT did the the uh, interview on me because uh, they came they came separately behind the film. They had to go forward and put the film out. Of, mm-hmm. of the of the African American you know history of African American music, then they then the students wanted they the students wanted to do they wanted to do a uh, an interview with me, and so they came separately and brought their cameras, and they did an interview with me separately, and right at that particular time they was gathering up uh, materials and stuff at that particular time to put down into, into New but that but the COVID that hit. So I, I hadn't had a chance to go down there, you know, since that had happened. But I'm, I plan to go down there because I'm done with my, I have finished my memoirs and I'm getting ready to, you know, I'm getting ready to put that in book form. And that will be a part of some of the artifacts along with some of the old records that I did, you know, years and years ago. And some of the, you know, some of the music and stuff that, you know, that we have done with some of the artists and stuff from a distribution point of view, the history of TMD. Uh, and so I, you're in that part. You're in there with us, of course, Bill. You know, you're in there because you're in the, the uh, memoirs with me as well, you know. So you're definitely right, right. Be in there. And I will go down there and see once I give them that to see, you know, how they got that set up, and I'll let you know.
1: Okay. Now, you know, yeah. I got something I'm gonna use a, a flashback on you, Tom. Uh, I remember when um they had Buck Matthews, was it Buck Matthews that had oh, the my uh, television goodness. show and that we that we won we, we on? They had different <laughs> black hats on every oh, oh man, you remember this? Yeah, when I, was, I
7: remember it. Actually, was, they asked me, asked me it was so funny, Bill, me. because they asked me they asked me, <laughs> me and you were talking.
9: And yeah. they
7: actually rolled the camera, and we got caught off guard. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, me, just, me and you just we, just, we just, you know, we just went on and did our thing because we got caught right. off guard with this here.
1: It was funny. I think, yeah. Wow. Of was, I knew the song, but the thing with this it it's supposed to have been your, your song and then my song. And yeah. yeah. they put it together, so I'm like, oh, my God. You know, that's first thing that they caught off guard. But uh, Oh, yeah. Pretty good yeah. Yeah, that was, that was funny.
7: That was funny. Very really yeah. interesting. That was funny, yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So at this point in time, we're going to take a commercial break, and uh we'll be back. We have the lines open if anybody wish, wishes to talk and chime in. We'll be right back. All right. You're listening
3: to The Chat Reel with Billy and Friends on CRS radio station, the Knowledge Station. This week's guest, executives, Tommy McGee and Marry School. We'll be back with more music by Switch and Kamal Bailey right after this.
2: The Caribbean Radio Show with Evie and the Chat Me with Billy and Friends proudly sponsors the Give Back to Jamaica Project. We give shoes to families in need throughout the country. We encourage our listeners to partner with the Give Back Jamaica Inc Drive. We believe in whatever it takes to build a nation. It will improve a nation by giving. Send your monthly donations in any amount. Every penny counts. Or send your shoe donation in. Don't forget to tell Evie at CRS Radio that the chat reel sent you. Send your donation to www.givebackjamaica.org or email Evie at Jamaica at gmail.com That is jamaica at gmail dot com
0: Want it now And we're not asking So don't ask me how Just give it up You'll no longer keep A grip from this nation That has been asleep Deep from the heavens I could feel the vibe Reinforce my drive, The life's come alive The pioneer is on Manifesting thoughts The children of God In your face like water As we tumble through The halls of time Aimlessly With the depth of and blind The chosen ones But we're still asleep In a coma so deep Follow us like some sheep Gods were sent here across the stars to create Not the builders of race for my parents to trade. And the marks for my ancient world still exist Got the space pyramid and the obelisk In the halls of a Agatha, deep underground Ancient cities I found so advanced they astound The modern day critics that say it's ridiculous They don't understand this, the world will not vanish. There are cities on the moon from our ancient past In the Zulu and the Dogon represented by mass. Seated from the Star's Way Station On Mars and the compass of Cedonia With faces like stars in a sleepway. Too long now, it's time to awake your position Reclaim the solar system You think you've been asleep way too long now, it's time to awake your position Reclaim the solar system You we want our freedom and want it now And we're not asking, so don't ask me how Just give it up, you'll no longer keep A grip on this nation that has been asleep Deep from the heavens, I can feel the vibe Reinforce my drive, the lights come alive The pioneer is on own manifesting thought the children of God's in your face like one. The lost nation spread out to the corners of the world. Now we come back together and we're ready for whatever. When the bureau comes across the sky, we can feel. The focus from the ancient, electric for real. the dimension is here, we will persevere in this war zone. Severe for freedom, you hear, you can't stop. Times of pressure we drop, we crush, and destroy to get to the We want our freedom and want it now. And we're not asking, so don't ask me how. Just give it up. you will no longer keep a grip on this nation that has been asleep. Deep from the heavens I can feel the vibe Reinforce my drive to lights come alive The pioneer is on manifesting in thought The children of God's in your face like what? We want our freedom and want it now And we're not asking so don't ask me how Just give it up You'll no longer keep a grip on this nation that has been asleep Deep from the heavens I can feel the vibe Reinforce my drive to life come alive The pioneer is on Manifest in thought The children of God's in your face like what? Introducing Caribbean Radio Show, the chat reel with Billy and Friends. And now, here is your host, Billy Tappin.
1: And we are back, and we're back with Tommy McGee, and also we have uh, Marvin along with us. I think Marvin, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, okay. Anything you want to interject, Marvin, while we're here on the phone with Tom?
7: Yeah, Marvin, I want you to tell them about the um, tell tell the audience about the country soul event that you know your your uh, your. Uh, TV show, you know, the country event that you put together?
8: Well, basically, the country Soul music wars came together because the lack of, i see a lot of history Americans American made in country music has never been told. See, we helped shape country music from its early foundations. See, because country music started from the slave trade. The Africans brought the banjo over. Was called a contine, and the Gibson Campus company made it into the three, four strings you have today. But it came from the slave trade, see. And also, the the, the Hank Williams Jr. said it wasn't for a black man there wouldn't be no Hank Williams singer. And Bill Monroe was taught by a black man. And the first for fifty years of country music, the black people taught their early stars how to play and sing country music, but they never got the recognition for it. You see. So, the soulful sound of country music, Ray Charles came out with a modern sounds of country and western one, country and western two, rhythm and blues meet country and western. And they also done one, rhythm and blues meet country and western. Blues and country are cousins, you see. They couldn't take up the fast beat, so they took the slow beat, what's called the white man blues. So, country music was, you never saw, the only person you saw was Charlie Pride. But there was Big Al Downing, there was Dobie Gray, there was Ruby Falls. There was a lot more that never got the credit for the advancement of country music. And so me and John Keaton and others done the first, second, third annual Black Country Music Special, and then we've done other things. But the soulful sound of country was always there because Ronnie Millsap, Lee Greenwood, Barbara Mandrell, always seen country music influenced by black artists. So the Country Soul Music Awards coming up was, it was an inspiration born out of that movement to celebrate the soulness of country music and also celebrating the contributions that were made on both sides of the fence by influencing of black artists towards white artists. Ray Charles influenced Ronnie Milsap, Reva McIntyre was influenced by by a lot of uh, uh, black artists, uh, uh, Aretha Franklin. So you have these, this thing there that was never, the story have never been told. Now, I was in this thing called African American Waving in the Wings, the history of black people in country music by CMT that did that. But it, showed, it only showed three days and they cut it off. It was shown on a week, Friday, Saturday, and probably not showed on Sunday and they pulled it. So you see, they pulled that story off. You can see it on YouTube, but they pulled it. So the Country Soul Music Award that was born out of, because see, there's never been anybody who understood country music like I do and many others, because, see, a lot of these people in R&B never dealt in country music before because of old Jim Crow. They never dealt there. Because they hit that Jim Crow door wide open, and you won't want it there, period. And black people never left their music. They was pushed out of their music. So I was one of those who loved it, and there was no black managers there, period. I was told there was five managers, and every one of them got ran off. Hmm. And there was a guy called Del Fred Clark the head Delta Disc, that had dealt to this, had $100 million. And got Randolph in three years. Yeah, Doctor
7: Francis. Doctor Francis, right. uh, Francis put together the
8: the black. Right. Doctor Francis put together the, the 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 he started the African American Association right. to bring out the fact that black people there's such thing as black country music. You see, Doctor uh, Francis did not make it either because, like me and Tom said, they cut him off.
0: Yes, So Doctor
8: Francis got to a point where he couldn't even pay. He couldn't pay for his apartment. He was getting ready to get homeless.
7: No, no, he was no bill. He was one of the most vulnerable black surgeons in the country. Oh, okay. Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah, he was. Yes, he was a black surgeon in the country. He loved. He loved country music, so he, you know, tried to go there to, you know, to, to bring that to the forefront. This man was a very rich man, and all of a sudden, you know, he couldn't hardly really pay his rent. He couldn't wow. pay his
8: rent because they had cut him off. He
5: had so him you, off, had, yeah.
8: you had Conway Twitty, Singing for Country, Lee Green, Bob Mandrell, everybody uh-huh. was
5: like
4: that.
8: You everybody yes, was like right. that, but you had certain gatekeepers that most people hit in country music who stopped you at the door before doing anything. So country music, that's about black people. It's about country white people who sing country soul too. And what you see the remembrance of it now when Little Nas X, you had the first kicked open noise You got Bobble. You got. Carrie Underwood, Chris Stapleson, uh, 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 Luke Bryan, all mixing hip-hop in and R&B into their music now. So when we,
7: music Awards. As, as you guys know, when Lil Nas next hit, he hit so big, but they took him out the country category. See, yeah, he right. Him, but yeah. They took him out the country category. You know what I'm saying? No, because he he had gotten so big, as you guys, so he's huge out there. But they they took him out the country category. Yes, they did.
8: And no, so so,
7: so, so, so this event that Marvin is talking about the country soul extravaganza event of country musical war. You know, for soul, they're putting this together to try to you know bring again attention. It the world, you know, about uh blacks, you know, or country as far as being soulful, you know, saying, uh, so this is what this event is about that they're putting together. It's going to be huge.
8: So the, so the thing is the Country Soul Music Awards is to celebrate the soulful side of country that a lot of us is oblivious to. Right. We're oblivious to When you talk about the history of black people In country music A lot of us don't even know That we done anything in country music like that That we had anything to do
1: with it And that was by design See? Yes it was and I That would was say by design that, uh, I, I was raised on these country music uh, With my father So you know the, the uh, Like you said Conway Twitty And uh, George Jones you know, all these guys, um, I was raised on these. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, I've, I've dealt with both sides of uh, the music aspect as far as R&B, uh, country and western, and jazz. But country and western is just like an R&B song or a blues song. You know what I'm saying? It, yes, it, I yes, mean, that's what basically it is. And that's where we created that, that sound. You know, because you go right to the deep south. And get from these guys that are professionals in their own ranks that have never been discovered, but a lot of that stuff was taken from them.
5: You well, know, see
7: country, I mean, see country was first before R and B, but see what happens is when it comes to us as blacks, they they divide they be, they divide our 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 genres our music uh, instead of us understanding the. First of all, the connection, you know, to each of the each of the category that they put us in we're divided. For example, like what they did with rock music, because right, James, James Brown, Little Richard, Bo Diddley, uh, Chuck Berry, you know, yeah, Chuck Berry. They created rock music, but they yep. but they separated. They separated and took it from us. You know what I'm saying, and what happened, even with us as being blacks as r and b singers and so forth, and you know we we were separated from the mere fact that we were rock. we created that, so we were separated. that's why we that's why we didn't understand and couldn't appreciate it because they separated us from that well the same way they did with country music because country music r and b came from country. See, realistically, country music, all it is was the slaves back in the day, they got out there in the fields, and all they were doing was singing. They -hmm. were singing when they were working. They were singing, R&B, all that. That's what they were doing. They were singing the blues. They were crying. They were whining. You said because they they were being tortured? or they were just being, you know, working real hard, so they were singing the blues, the country. They And so what happened when white people picked it up and took it like they did a uh, our, our lot, they separated us from that. So they started calling it just rhythm and blues. And so we mm-hmm. didn't understand the connection to country, which was right. still us. So what Marvin is trying to do, they try they're trying to they trying to to introduce and try to establish that connection that has always been there, but we have never been connected to it, even as RB singers. See, like that, that and we when you talk about rap music, you know, I'm not saying that I did this here, but when I did my Mercury record, I rapped on that. It was called monologue. See what i saying? Because if you go back and you look up on the internet and, and go there and say, Tommy McGee, I'm a stranger, and just listen to it, it's a monologue. It's a rap. But right. it wasn't called rap in that day. Was, I had monologues. I'm not going to tell I'm the first one to rap, but those kind of things started with us. See what I'm saying? But we were separated from that. So there was, there right. was a disconnect from generation to generation, so we got to try to pull this back together with the understanding and the historical nature, you know, of, of, of the connection that, hey, we're all connected in one. So, so, but they did that one more time again to keep us divided and to, and to, and to lessen the economics of the music, who we are, because it's still at the end of the day, it's still all about the economics. And that's what they did. Definitely. Just again, like what they've done with R&B, because when rap music came into existence, they threw R&B out the window. See, and R&B, yeah. R&B really died for a moment, because what they were doing with people like Michael Jackson, uh, Luther Vandross, you know, the, but they, they were calling themselves pop artists not R and B art they were considered. They was calling themselves pop artists. So there was a big mm-hmm. gap that had occurred with R and B and R B had died. So what was going on while the rap music which was great while the rap music was doing its thing and, and, and coming into existence, they were not signing RB artists. They were they were taking them off they was taking them off the label. And put them in the pastor, and they then they took the producers and the writers, and the producers and the writers like Force MD stuff. They were writing for the white artists, like the like right. the, like the new kids on the block or the In Sync, you know what I'm saying? Britney Spears, and they were writing for those white artists and producing them. And then what happened? We had got you know. Uh, I, I believe this had came from one of the they didn't put their name on it, but one of the executives I think was really I I won't I won't I won't go there with the name of the label the company, but I'm gonna say it this way: we got a member inside member for one of the executives that said black artists is no longer needed. Thank you for teaching us how to rap. Thank you for teaching us how to sing. Thank you for teaching us how to dance. Thank you for teaching us. Everything, so we don't need to sign you no more. That's why That's why we began to struggle in getting R&B artists to sign. So when I create the outlet for the distribution side, it was for that reason, because the major record labels was not signing R&B artists black. They were signing white R artists who were doing R&B. Right. And you can right. see that when they were at the Grammys mm-hmm. and stuff, because they were winning all the R&B award, It was winning the in the R&B category, not black. And that was right. one of the reason why Kanye West got up and said, "We well, said, you know, <laughs> you know, you know." And I I do appreciate uh, the young lady. Uh, there in London, I, 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 her name is kind of forgetting right now. I do appreciate when she said, "Well, to be honest with you, I'm going to split this with Beyonce because Beyonce should have won. She should have won right. but they gave it to I can't say that they gave it to the other girl there in London. Was it Taylor? No, no,
1: Swift? no, no. The, the,
7: she was a heavy white girl at first. I,
1: uh, I can't tell you her name right now. Adele.
7: Yeah, they, yeah, Adele. Yeah, they gave it to her, and she said, "Well, wait a right. minute." And I appreciate her saying it. She said, "You know what? No, this should have been given to Beyonce." So she said, right. "I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna share this award with her." Because what you call it? guy said, "Well, wait a minute. What's she doing winning an RB? That, that, that should have been Beyonce that should have won that." It was a little mess that was going on there. So when Marvin? What? You know what we're doing on the on the on the on the division side of country is that we're trying to bridge that gap. We're trying to make what we call awareness to, to the new generation, to this generation that's fallen, because they don't know anything about. They don't. They have no connect. They have no idea. So we gotta be able to go there. Just like with are we gotta be able to keep these situations alive here because it's important because they're being taken away from us. See what I'm saying? Okay. You know, because Correct. we're not being We're not being Acknowledged anymore because they're not Signing us they signing white artists And labeling them as Artists and, singles and stuff like that You know, and we got We got we to gotta, we gotta take that back, man We got to get that yeah. back So we have to depend on the young People to educate To, to you know To let them know, wait a minute Wait a minute don't you give this up? Don't right. you give up what we created? See, okay. So we got it. Well, we got to let them notice this here. And That's what. That's why I like what Marvin M is doing on that side over there. You know, to to bridge that, to bridge that soul music with country because they 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 realistically is one and the same.
1: It is. And on that note, Tom, um, we're glad to have you guys on the show. Um okay. Next we gotta have you back. We definitely gotta have you guys back. Um so we'll be talking on that. I wanna also um say that next week um we will have Mike Matthews on for the DRT. Um it's gonna be a deep topic, um, in terms of knowing the history and how it came about. And um the staff uh, I apologize to the to the host of all their shows because I expected that to happen today, but it didn't happen. Um, I wanna give uh my shout outs to uh Julie Also to Robin Jones, El Bracy, and uh, uh Danny Redwine. I don't wanna forget anybody. But uh we will be Tim doing it and um Tim Cunningham and PJ. So what we're gonna do right. in a house style commercial, so what we're gonna do, we're gonna take and uh, head to commercial break time. Thank you guys for Thank coming on. Thank, Thank you, you guys. And let's, let's, Thank you so let's much. keep on building, okay? Okay. guys. All right. All right. Everybody. All right. right. Let us know. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. That was Tom. You're listening. Uh, McGee. Go ahead.
3: You're listening to CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station, with billion and friends on the chat reel. Coming up, we've got. The kid brothers, sorry mom, sick and stay. We'll be right back right after this.
5: Come on. <laughs> oh,
10: oh. 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 oh that's
0: yeah. <laughs> a little extra uh. square. <laughs> uh. uh. Let's go. Yes. Yeah,
5: I'm
10: just going to go
5: oh i never I have never... Yeah, yeah. you Wait. Whoa! Oh. I'm sorry, Mom, I spend way too much time on D&T. It's got me going crazy Doing things that I might regret It's got me trying to keep up With all these people That I call my friends Even though I don't really like that. It's got me going crazy Trying to keep up With the Kardashians the And then buying
3: To CRS Radio, the chat reel with Billy and friends on the Knowledge Station. Are you looking to dress to impress? Then Lansing's House of Style is for you, located at 1122
10: West Holmes Road, guys, How's it going? I am Eddie Jr., the lead singer for The Kid Brothers. Thank you guys all for watching, I really appreciate it. And I want to say something really quickly about something we all stand for and that's very dear to us, and that's bullying. If you are bullying somebody, just know it's not nice. You don't know what it could do to them. It can lead them down a really dark path. And if you know somebody who is getting bullied, just know you can always come talk to us. You can DM us, and we'll figure it out together. Happy New Year's to you guys all, and thank you again for watching.
3: And, and that's the founder you of the are grid, listening brother. to CRS ahead, Radio, the chat
2: reel. <laughs> go on what you were saying, TJ.
3: Well, I was just going to let them know. If they're looking to dress to impress, then Lansing's House of Style is for you, located at 1122 West Holmes Road, Street 7 in the Logan Square Shopping Center in Lansing, Michigan. And to receive a 10% discount, Ask for Shotgun and tell them you heard it on CRS Radio, the knowledge station. And now to you, Denise.
2: And if you think you could dance, send us your MP4 video. You can send it to gotautis at yahoo.com. We are coming to your area with the dance competition, and if you think you can dance and you can win that grand prize, send it to us. And, Billy, you have your address? Well, I guess send it to G-O-T-A-U-T-I-S at com. Well, I guess we want to thank everybody. Right, TJ? We're listening to <laughs> yes, The Chat to think, uh, with Billy and Prince.
3: <laughs> yes, we had yeah. we had music executives, uh, industry executives, uh, Tommy McGee and Marvin Spurl. They were our guests this week and gave us a lot of informative information, and it was very knowledgeable. And I really appreciate those two men. There's a lot of knowledge in those two men. They've been around a long time. Oh, and yeah. a lot of industry wisdom, yes.
2: They really did give a lot of information, and it's so good that um, the chat reel with billion Friends is open to so many different uh, entertainment executives. There's a lot to give to the public, only if they would grasp it. And uh, remember, everybody, support the GoFundMe, because this support the GoFundMe. It's going to be put right back in the community. And it's going to be put into organ donation. Now, as our friend Billy will always say, (laughs) thank you for joining us (laughs) with CRS Radio, the chat reel with Billy and friends. See you guys soon. Bye.